Hey, Ruby. Hey, Gavin. Hey, Ruby. Hey, Gavin. Hey, Ruby. Hey. Hey, Gavin. listener. <laughs> hey, listener. Welcome to the Gavin and Ruby Go to a Movie Podcast. Yay. Yay. Yeah, we are back again, of course. Yeah. It feels weird. It feels like it's been much longer since the last episode. Probably because yeah, we're actually getting them on too. time. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Crazy coincidence. But hey, this one's a day late, but that's all right. That's okay. Does it still say every Monday on the Instagram? Oh, it might. <laughs> okay, so then we're perfectly on time. Yes, and there I, we go. all the other episodes have been early. God. Yeah, Good it's streak. all about your mindset. So, exactly. We're on time. We're ready to do this. Um, this episode, I'm just going to address this right now because I know we're going to get many comments on it and everyone's going to be crazy about it. But we're recording this, okay. we're splitting this episode in two halves. So we're recording one the night of Sunday and one in the morning of Monday. Just felt like that would be an important detail. So when you're listening, you won't be like, why do they sound tired in the morning? Though I don't think I'm going to be tired because we're going to be talking about a fun movie. That's true. Yeah, I'll just listen to Dance the Night Away, and I'll be right up to my normal energy. Oh, no. I'll be listening to I'm Just Ken, and I'll be up oh, to my Kenergy, I've bro. I've been listening. I've been yeah, listening, no. bro. Oh, I have to save this discussion, but oh, I've been listening I'd to say, effect so much. Uh, no I've only been listening to like three songs, because most of them are really dull, in my opinion. But I've been listening to like six on rotation. I'm glad. Um, there was one by... I just have... I have to say, there's one by Dominic Fike, and I don't hate Dominic Fike, but I don't like it in the Oh, I don't either. Yeah. That's I, not on my list. It reminded me of the one time where he sang on Euphoria. <laughs> oh my god, that was That scene so is so bad. funny. I remember it being like midnight, and I was watching it, and I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> that was so awful, because that was like the last episode, too. It was sad. Yeah. Ah, uh, whatever. But yeah, so we're talking about two really fun movies today. Uh, we were supposed to be talking about all that jazz, but Ruby couldn't watch it because she couldn't um, sail the seven seas, you know? You know, you know. And plunder some loot from the treasures on the islands. Arrgh. Arrgh. See, every time I'm like suggesting that, the idea of that, no one ever gets it. Like my friend was like, how should I watch this movie that you recommended to me? And I was like, you have to sail the seven seas, matey, and dig up gold. And they're like, what? And I'm like, you get oh. it, right? Yeah. I thought it was pretty obvious. But hey, that's hey. it. And if you're not getting it while listening to this podcast, think about movies and plundering treasure, arg, and parrots, and open seas. Okay, well, yeah. 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 You'll get it. You'll get it. Yeah, exactly. You'll get it. Um, yeah, I'm feeling off the cuff. My voice is a little gone for some reason. I just noticed that. Hmm. Yeah, maybe because I've been chuckling too much at some funny movies. But we have some good, fun movies to talk about today. Yeah, like, yes, we do. Like I was just saying, we were supposed to watch All That Jazz, which I went ahead and watched. And that movie's phenomenal. You should check it out. Definitely, when you get the chance. It's great. Um, mm -hmm. But... We changed all that jazz, or Ruby changed, I asked her, to um, another film that was on Greta Gerwig's inspiration list for Barbie, which is the second movie we're going to be talking about today, which just came out. I've already seen it twice. I'll probably see it a third time. And yeah. Um, but uh, they were both on the same list, and all that jazz and the movie we're going to be talking about are very tonally different but i like how they both inspired barbie and you can kind of see that um mm -hmm. but we're talking about peewee's big adventure yeah. oh yes peewee's big adventure starring peewee herman who is also named R richard something man right richard Maybe? no not at all paul rubens oh. i should know that Oh, yeah. yeah. Paul yeah. Rubens, that's his name. Um, as Pee Wee Herman, his, like, big character that he's been doing for years. And, yeah, it's 
directed by Tim Burton. It was like his first major studio movie, cult classic. I'd have I'd watch this movie. Probably the last time I watched it, I was probably like eight or nine. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So what? Why did you recommend this one of all the movies on the list? Um, I well, I used to really love it. I have it on DVD. Like <gasps> I used that's to watch awesome. it. That's awesome. religiously. That's good, yeah, that's such a good DVD. Old DVD. It is. Movie, you know, I just thought it was the most amazing movie in the world. I thought it was really funny, and I've seen it multiple times. Like I don't know. I don't really remember why yeah. I like latched onto this one, but I did. And so I saw it was on her list and I just felt like a craving to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think I only watched this movie the once, the one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it as an eight or nine year old, but I was, I was curious to see what I think, what, what I, what I think upon rewatch and if it will really hold up because Pee Wee Sorry for that. I had a bad, like, burp, you know? But it was, like, a quiet burp, so it was just, like, in my mouth, and it was did not feel good, you know? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, thanks. Um, thanks a lot. Um, but this... I was curious to see if it would hold up, because Pee Wee Herman's known for, like, very, very over-the-top, borderline annoying humor, but that's a part of the charm. And when I started this movie... I was very worried that that's what it was going to be for me. But mm-hmm. as it progressed, you know, it just it, you just get used to it and it's funny and you just let it breathe and it's just a grand time, man. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, it's great. Love this one. What what do you think? Yeah, what did you think going into it? Yeah, before I say what I think, I'll just give a little synopsis oh, of what well, actually happens. <laughs> but not um, much, but not much. It's very short. It's just Pee Wee yeah. really loves his bike. It gets stolen, so he has to get it back. Yeah, and very, very Mr. He takes, Bean. Yeah, exactly. I actually get them mixed up. They're kind of the same person in my head. Yeah, basically. But Mr. Bean is funnier in my opinion, though. Well, yeah, I think Pee Wee yeah, Herman's more consistent because Big Holiday is also good. From my memory on Netflix, I don't know that I know that. Never seen it. You should watch it. It's all right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, that's kind of it. He takes his little adventure and he meets a bunch of very interesting people trying to get back his bike. Yeah, all of which are distinct and funny and zany, you know, and I love it. Yes, and that's what I love. Right. You can really see, um, Tim Burton in it and also peewee herman there's a ton of tim burton isms and stuff and stylistic choices that would come back and it's just great to see you know before he he had been corrupted i guess (laughs) by studios with some of his lesser movies like alice in wonderland and miss peregrine's home for peculiar children which the book is actually pretty good i will say from my memory but the movie is terrible. Oh, yeah. terrible. I haven't seen it or read the book. Oh, the book's actually all right. I wouldn't read it now, but it's it's pretty good. Um, good young adult stuff. But yeah, what other movies has Tim Burton been making recently? Uh, Dumbo. Yeah. So mm. he hasn't been too good recently. Um, but hey, this was back back in the 80s when he was still making great stuff. So you just kind of see the seeds there, which is nice to see. And like, there's what part of this movie where he gets in the on a he's like hitchhiking, and he gets in a car with this girl. I think her name was it's like Big Betty or something. What was it? Oh, it's like isn't it like Large Marge or Large something? Large Marge? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I got the you know. You have the right idea. The right idea. Yeah. Um. And then her face for a second, she's telling him the scary story. Her face for a second turns into a stop motion, almost like, um, like shrunken head looking thing with mm-hmm. big eyes and stuff. And you're like, oh, that's Tim Burton style. Like that comes back in Nightmare Before Christmas and Corpse Bride and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, great to see that. Um, I think Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman 
is just such an iconic performance, man. Like, I love it. I, it's just so fun to watch him do it. Um, I agree, yeah. And he has it down to, like, a T, and, all like, his voice is constantly changing. You know? It's it's just just fun to watch, and it doesn't ever get annoying, which is amazing, you know? It is. Because he um, could be so annoying. Could be so he, like, annoying. He just laughs more than he talks, and, like... He talks in kind of a strange pattern, but yeah, and he acts like a you just get kid. down with it. Yeah, exactly. But the little kid isms are never like, oh, stop being like an annoying, like spoiled bratty child. It's just like he's just excited about stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's and kind of inspirational for Ken. Like I wish, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> mm-hmm. which is hilarious, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it tomorrow morning, I guess. Yeah, it's really hard to restrain from yeah, talking uh, yeah, about Yeah, and we do have to have a spoiler section for Barbie. Yeah. Definitely. Most definitely. For sure, for because sure. Because there's so much in the movie that I'm glad they left out of the trailers. Even though it felt like I had already seen a ton of the movie from the trailers, there are certain parts I left out that I was mm-hmm. like, thank God I didn't know about this. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he's just an excited little kid, and... That's why you root for him throughout because he's just always having fun, you know, and you feel bad exactly. for him when the bike gets taken away. And I think Francis is hilarious as a foil. Yes. Kind of, and he's kind of like w- how they could have played Pee Wee Herman as kind of a spoiled, bratty adult who acts like a little kid. And I mm-hmm. think that I think that works great um, as not really an antagonist. I guess so. But he's only in like probably five minutes total mm-hmm. of the movie. But he's the guy who steals a bike, if I'm not mistaken. Am I crazy? Or he like he pays someone else to he steal pays it. Someone else to steal it. Yeah, right. And then like sends it off. Yeah, and then that that starts the journey. I love the dinosaur museum yes. place. That is an a, a that's a great set piece. Reminded me a lot of uh, Edward Scissorhands when he's cutting the bushes. And he makes them look like things. Yeah, I don't know. With the, with the scaling mm-hmm. and the cinematography. Love that. Um, I love the girl there, too. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Simone? Yeah. yeah. And, and her tall lumberjack boyfriend. And the out-of-context humor there is funny. This is a very not, like, kid-friendly kids movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I definitely... Yeah, yeah, like there's like rock. At one part of the movie, he goes on set, um, or he goes to the stu- the Warner Brothers studio, where and that's where he finds his bike. And there's like a rock band recording, like a music video or something. And they're saying like, "This is hell" or something. I'm like, "Whoa!" As a kid, I would not want to see that. And there's some terrifying imagery. Um, even as an eight year old, I remember being scared of all the clown stuff. Like, oh, yeah. just just spooky. It but, is. But at the end of the day, I still liked it, which is an amazing thing to do. I don't know. A lot of spooky Tim Burton stuff in here, too. But it all services mm-hmm. the style. This is the second Tim Burton movie we've talked about. I forgot we talked about Frankenweenie. Oh, yeah. 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 I love it, man. It's just classic. It feels classic, and it, it feels timeless. Yeah, I agree. I really like all the music in it. Like, I feel like it's oh, fun little course. upbeat. And I like when he Danny Elfman. Yes, I like when he's like singing on the train. That gave me Barbie. <laughs> yeah. And and no, I... sir, uh... yes, so funny. exactly. And I saw a clip of Greta Gerwig talking about Pee Wee, and she mentioned that scene. I was like, oh, I see, I see how that could inspire because they gave me the girl. same sort of. But I like that one. I like when he falls off the train. Yeah. Um, I like some slapstick. Slap. Yes. Yeah. I like when he talks to Meta and Ruby. Uh, oh, because good they, little name there. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And that seems funny um, too. Yeah, they all are. They just they make me giggle. I like it. I like when the biker gang is gonna like kill him for knocking over his bikes. And yes, then and then performs. he sings. He sings tequila. Yes. So good. 
and then they're like, oh, you're cool, man. And that's like, it's just a positive little movie, you know? And I love Dottie. Yes. So she is gorgeous. I was like, what? Yes. She she ate. I have no idea what the actress's name is, but she was great. I love love Elizabeth Daly. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know her. Yeah. She apparently she voiced someone in the emoji movie. Let's check that. Oh, really quickly. Continue while I look. Yeah, I like her a lot too. And they have a cute like ending. I thought was sweet. Oh yeah, it was sweet. Um. Yeah. Oh, additional voices. Great. Oh. Hmm. And Tara Strong. Oh, that makes me feel sad. I don't know. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Love it. Oh, great. Scrolling on the Emoji Movie letterbox, and you just see Patrick Stewart. Poop. <laughs> parentheses. Voice. End parentheses. Just feels so bad to see. Yeah, that is unsettling. And James Corden. <sighs> wow. Yeah. But I love, I love Dottie. Their, like, relationship is so sweet. And I love how Pee-wee d- doesn't really, like, pick up on it. But then at the end, he does. And that's really sweet when they're watching Yeah, that movie. was cute. Ah, but uh, just a nice time. I actually... I'm saying this now, and this kind of sounds crazy. It, I might prefer it to Barbie. No, no way. Uh, I don't know. There, I have more issues with Barbie than I do with this, but I could also, I don't know. I don't see, I don't think it's a perfect movie, but I, I can't think of any big issues I had with it. Um, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to think right now. Is there anything you have to point out? Did you take Not notes really. on Pee Wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> Very brief ones. Oh, I forgot to mention my favorite scene when I was a kid. When yeah. he's dressed up as a girl and like the police oh, comes yeah. up. Oh, I love that guy. And he here. goes like, the, why don't you take a picture? It'll make it last longer. <laughs> that was the- funniest thing that was like burned into my yeah. brain because like, he's as not as a I saw girl him. well yeah no kidding <laughs> hilarious yeah no that's not the part that was funny to me it was him posing and going why don't you take a picture it'll make it last longer i don't know why that really like hit but i remember being in my youth and yeah. just thinking that was hilarious it's such a passive aggressive comment it is and he says it with too. such joy Wee herman says a cab question mark yeah actually he does let's go because when he's talking with one of the police he's like oh i didn't expect the police to be helpful anyways when he's talking about the yes i forgot about that yeah yeah that's hilarious yeah that's awesome oh yeah when he's when his bike gets stolen yeah yeah all the little people and and he like he's just not a hateable guy you know yeah he's just having fun exactly and i love how everyone most people who aren't bad people treat him with like the same respect as anyone else even though he's goofy like that's yeah. just that's just great and um oh i love the the like criminal guy who's like, oh yeah, super yeah aggressive and it's, yes. it's just a great counter i don't know to Wee. and then he comes in at the end when they're all watching the movie i love that i love stuff like that yeah yeah um definitely I don't know if when I'm going to watch this again, but I would watch this again. This is a movie I'd be like, yeah, this is one I have to show to my kid if I have a kid. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it feels like an essential experience. I don't know. Um, could be potentially traumatizing, though. I will say. It could, but... I think I was that... talking to friend of the podcast, Mia Volker. Oh, yeah. Once about it, and she was like, "I that traumatizes me. Maybe I'm making things up. Really? But... Yeah. Oh, it just makes you stronger. I think <laughs> <laughs> that is a terrible perspective that I have about trauma. That is you gotta definitely... go through it. <laughs> well, no, just with this movie. Not with... Just with this movie, yeah. Not generally, just with this movie. I think you come out stronger, even if it does yeah. traumatize you. Barbie deserved to go through the accident, the existential crisis. Exactly, it's just part of life. Part of life. Well, well, it kind of is. Which is a beautiful it, thing it about is. Barbie. Ugh. I love 
No, I just it's you so hard not that? to say. Well, but... you're gonna have to wait till tomorrow morning, dude. <sighs> I know, I know. Yeah, but I do want to keep. I'm trying to think of other things to say about Pee Wee's Big Adventure. There's not much to say. I don't know. Just very, um, very well crafted. Uh, seven million. I looked it up. Seven million dollar budget to make this movie. Wow, amazing. That's amazing yeah. for like the the set pieces they have. I don't know. Just shows you don't need a big budget to make a great movie, like Indiana Jones, and that's two hundred fifty million dollar budget. What are you doing? What yeah. Are you doing? Oppenheimer had a hundred million dollar budget, and that movie is like feels like it had much more happening than Indiana Jones. And Barbie had a smaller budget, like what, just well, I mean, not a small budget, but a smaller budget than Indiana Jones. Why would you ever need two hundred million, two hundred fifty million dollars to make a great movie? I don't know. Just yeah, that's insane. Seven like seven million is still a large amount, and they just made something great, and it stuck with people. Yeah, it, kind of the same way I feel about Bottle Rocket. Just oh yeah, all the creativity there. I love Bottle Rocket. I was, I was, I've been really thinking about that movie a lot lately, and just how inspiring it is for me. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Ah, oh, Pee Wee. Wish she didn't get caught in a, in a theater. That do you know about that? Do I? Uh, maybe not. Uh oh, maybe just go to. What's his name? Paul Rubens, Wikipedia page, and you'll see a big. Oh. <gasps> okay. Kate Treywick just liked my review of the Florida Project. <gasps> no way. And you did too. Three finally years getting later, likes. This is your comeback. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say finally getting likes on that review. It is I a good one. It. It's a good one. It's smart. It is. Oh, and what do you think about the ending? Let's sidebar from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, what do you yeah. think about Florida Project ending? I think it's perfect because I think it's just it's it's what like they wished could have happened because you know what's going to happen next. Like they don't need to tell you like, oh, yeah, she's about to like Mooney isn't going to get away with this. But I think like the childlike ending just shows what they had wished they could do and like what they had envisioned doing. And also it's a message about capitalism Mm -hmm. and consumers and stuff, you know, and it's great and it ties – Back into their situation, how they're just outside of this American dream that is Disney World, you know? Exactly. Oh, fantastic movie. Sean Baker, one of he got to make another movie soon. It's been like two years since yes. Red Rocket, and I'm bouncing up and down. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love Red Rocket, too. I need to rewatch that movie sometime. Yeah. yeah. Very. I like that one. Very alike Pee Wee Herman, actually, because they both ride around on bikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're basically twins. Basically yeah. twins. Yeah. Um, I don't g- recall Pee Wee Herman talking to a minor, but. Um, yeah, wait, I'm looking up Paul Rubin. Wait. Oh, yeah. I don't really. I don't. Ah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's not the worst thing you could do. Yeah, but, but okay. it wasn't, I, I mean, compared to other crimes, like Kevin Spacey, like, what are you? Yeah, I if, mean. If you know, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know about Kevin Spacey. Okay, well, oops. It does, and th- that made a lot of people think of him differently. Yeah, I do think of him differently now, but that's, you know, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> that's all, A. I mean, a. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do they make good movies <laughs> i guess and he's kind of been forgiven now it's been like what 30 years yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to say yeah i don't know what to say it's ruined <laughs> Wee herman is ruined for me he's not this goofy little kid anymore oh my god i wonder okay, if he's on the picket there. line i wonder if Wee herman's on the picket line with sag after a wouldn't that be funny he's like <laughs> pay us <laughs> i need to get paid the streaming residual suck that would be great <laughs> isn't that a good impression uh, yeah i think yeah, it's it really perfect good. yeah it's good it's good 
you just had a voice crack, so that's embarrassing for you. <laughs> that's embarrassing for you, and it makes me okay. Better, so L, oh. L for Ruby. God, I can't w win. for Pee-wee. So many mm. rhymes. Pee-wee, Ruby, Movie, Barbie. Yeah. Wait, I just have the perfect rhyming name. All, exactly. All connected. Wow. We're all intertwined. Wow. Yeah. Everyone is so connected. <laughs> Dude. This is crazy. This, this is a life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, everything ever all at once. I haven't thought about that movie in a while. Oh wait, one. I haven't either. That was yeah. a fun one. And best picture winner. Yes, best picture wow. winner this year, Barbie. No, <laughs> I know it won't. And it I won't. don't even think it best will be. supporting actor Ryan Gosling. Yes, fingers crossed. Yes, he was better than Robert Downey Jr. And Oppenheimer, I will say. Yeah. And he and Robert Downey Jr. is great, but we'll talk about it, I guess, tomorrow morning when we <laughs> yes. He is everything. And she's just Barbie. I'm just kidding. That's like the wrong uh, perspective. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're both everything in that movie. They are. They um, really are. Yeah. But Pee Wee, Ruby, Barbie, movie. Yes. Yeah, Henry. This is kind of divulged into just we're kind of talking, but I like that yeah. on the podcast. That's why yeah, we chill exactly. We chill and we talk about movies, so it's just like fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna film in Canada, but when I'm when I go to Canada, but we'll, oh, when I, is we that? have to. I don't know yet. I think oh, the fourth. Okay, so the <laughs> fourth through the what? Oh, for like two weeks, but we can work something. Oh out. my god, okay, we'll talk. About okay. It. That's a discussion we'll for off out. the podcast, Ruby. Can you be a professional? Oh, we're, sorry, we're my being bad. We're very serious and intentional about our conversations right now. So, I'm seeing Beyonce August 9th. That's awesome. I'm so excited. That's sick, dude. I'm happy for you. Um, thank you. Yeah, I, I am truly hyped. Truly, yeah. Truly hyped. Truly, yeah. I might be seeing Rina Sawayama if you know who that is. I fear I do not. She's great. You should listen to her music. I think you'd like her. But anyway. Okay. I was yes. talking to Henry, and he was like, I think it should be called Ruby and Gavin go to a movie. And I was like. Yes. But She's no. Everything. Because where's the rhyme? Where's the rhyme? <laughs> Ruby and Gavin go. Yeah. Exactly. Shoot. I know. I know. Oh, I hate being inferior. No, you do have a better name because it rhymes with. Movie. I do, but it comes second. What does Gavin rhyme with? Having, mm. blabbing, kind of near rhyme. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. You should you should put the caption of this podcast on Instagram. It should be "She's everything, he's just Gavin." <gasps> Shoot, that's so good. Oh my god, yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Do that, or maybe that's. Maybe that's what I'm gonna put for the description of this episode with the time codes. I'm not even gonna go in this blank in this silly episode of yeah, Gavin and Ruby. Get a movie. Hop right in. Just She's, keep it. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. But Pee-wee, oh, God bless. Pee-wee's big adventure. Yes. Gets an eight out of ten. For okay. Me. Not even closer to anything. I think that's the first time I've done that because you do that, but it gets a an, a solid eight out of ten for me. Yeah, I actually might do the same thing. I'm not even going to go one lower than you. Eight out of ten, wow. solid. Yeah, still holds up very well. And just a grand old time. I'd say even if you don't even have a connection with it, I think you could still enjoy this movie because it's just, just fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we better talk about Barbie now. It is the next day. But hey, that, yes, transition, that transition was, I, I know it was smooth. Oh yeah, always mm. are. Actually, I, the the recent ones have been kind of sloppy. I don't know. I've been like talking over myself a lot. I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, actually, the hardest episode to edit so far was last episode because I had to edit out so much of what <laughs> Henry and RJ said, and uh, yeah, really just Henry, and I had to mix it into the episode. So, yeah, that's good. Good for you. Keeping yeah, our rating PG. Exactly. PG well, PG thirteen, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, we we talk about rated R movies. That's like, true. All the time, so it's like, well, if it's not PG thirteen, why are you listening? 
Yeah. Exactly. But a movie that is PG-13 is the movie we're going to be talking about right now. It is the new Barbie movie. Um, this yes. Was my, this is my pick. And um, it just came out last Friday or, or yeah, I guess last Friday or Thursday. If you're into the mm-hmm. Thursday night previews like I am. And that's when I saw it. And it released along with Oppenheimer, directed by Christopher Nolan. And there's been a whole huge trend, in case you've been living under a rock, of going to see them in a double feature. And you know what? That's what I did on the 20th. I saw Oppenheimer and Barbie in a double feature. And sadly, I think I did the incorrect order. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest. I, uh, I saw Barbie first, and then Oppenheimer. But oh, yeah. apparently, according to some people, I got their order right. Like, Interesting. I, like, because I debated about it on the on my trip to Greece. I went around asking everyone whether you'd rather see Oppenheimer or Barbie first. And most people were like, I'd rather see Barbie first. And I was like, that's got to be yes. correct. But apparently, seeing Barbie first is the right answer, according to most people, after doing it, you know? Or do yeah. it the other way around. I still feel like that's incorrect, but I'd like to test the theory at some point. Um, yeah. I've seen the movie two times now. I also saw it on Friday with a bunch of friends. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's directed by uh, Lady Bird director and Little Women director Greta Gerwig. And it's written by her and her husband, Noah Baumbach who co-wrote Life Aquatic, which is my favorite movie of all time, and has also written Marriage Story, written and directed Marriage Story, and White Noise, and Squid and the Whale, and a ton of other great movies. So yeah, I was very excited for this movie going in. The trailers looked great. The hype was out of this world, especially for Ryan Gosling. I, I read on Twitter, sadly I read on Twitter that beforehand that he had a song in this movie, and I actively avoided trying to go out and listen to it. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that in the spoiler section, I'll say. Because honestly, if you haven't seen this movie yet, which most people have, because it is doing bank at the box office, office, which is super exciting to see, um, you do not want to be spoiled. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it feels like it was in the trailer. But also, the stuff that they left out is so good that you do not want to have it spoiled for you. So we're gonna, we're definitely going to have a spoiler section. As always, the um, the time codes are in um, the description if you want to jump to there. But we will have a spoiler-free section first. And yeah, so Ruby, you were also excited for this movie. Um, yes, yeah, I was. Yeah, what, what's your what's your deal with your hype? My hype. Um, I was, I actually tried to avoid like everything before. I didn't even really watch the trailers. And whenever I would read an article about it, as soon as they started talking about what actually happens in the movie, I just skimmed over it because I was trying to go in as like clueless as possible just to know because I didn't want to know in advance like anything at all, which was what like I was glad I did that because I liked being surprised throughout it. And I really enjoyed myself. I thought it lived up to the hype to me because I was extremely hyped and I was scared that I was going to be let down because mm-hmm. I try usually I try not to let myself get really excited about like movies because then I feel like they disappoint me. But I, always I was not. So. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> and I, I do like definitely get excited, but I was really hoping that this one would not let me down. And in my opinion, it did not. Yeah, this movie didn't let me down either. I do have some issues with it, sadly, but we don't have to talk about that right now. Let's just talk about the good stuff, because this is a good movie, and it's a great movie, I'd even say. Mm-hmm. Um, one, Margot Robbie as Barbie. Yes. Amazing performance. Maybe even a Best Actress nomination this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a win. I don't think it's going to be a win, but I think at, at least a nomination. Yeah. Um, she shows such, I mean, she's just the master, dude. Bab, her performance in Babylon is an all-timer. And, um, there's a bit in Babylon about her having a single tear. 
and there's a shot in this movie where she has a single tear and I just I'm just like wow she is really the goat um mm-hmm. seriously she's amazing in this movie uh she's hilarious um her emotional moments work of course I don't know her, her delivery is just perfect you know mm-hmm. um, but honestly I do have to say the better performance <laughs> <laughs> and this movie is from Ryan Gosling <laughs> as Ken, and they're pretty equal. They're pretty equal. But hey, just like perfect. Yeah, it was really just beautiful. Yeah, before before that, there. I mean, I don't know. I don't, like. I have you can have preconceived notions about what Barbie acts like, but you're like, what about Ken? What is Ken mm-hmm. act like? And in Toy Story 3, it's a different thing from this movie. He's just kind of a narcissist, and that's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, in this movie, he's kind of like a little kid. And it's mm-hmm. just, every time he's on screen, I'm laughing. Honestly, in both of my showings, I was probably the person who was laughing at this movie the most in the theater. You know? There's a, a bunch of people got dressed up to go see this movie. Like oh yes, kids our age and yes. stuff and those groups they were not having a good time or it didn't look like it they weren't laughing at all really yeah my theater was laughing it up i'm glad well my theater was laughing it up but it was never the teenagers it was always the adults oh and stuff which is that's fine but i'm just like whoa that that's crazy i wasn't expecting that and I also wasn't expecting that because the movie is that funny. It is seriously the hardest I've laughed at anything since, like, I Think You Should Leave, which is this show on Netflix. Um, in the theater, at least. And I laughed a ton in Asteroid City. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I definitely, I, Yeah. I definitely laughed more at this movie because it's just so funny. And Ryan Gosling. I cannot understate how good he is in this movie. You know, yeah. and pe- people, I, my mom's here. Um, she, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my mom's here. And she was like, I hate that people are saying that he looks too old to be Ken. And I hate that too. Because he, I mean, that's kind of the point. Like, he looks, like, weird. Like, the blonde hair is weird. His contour abs are weird. Yeah. But it's, it, like, it's it's just funny. Like, that's the whole point. My mom's yeah, I had, up. that hadn't even... Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Like, yeah. I thought it looked great. Uh, and I love Ryan Gosling and just the perfect casting. We'll get into his character more in the spoiler section, but that was definitely my favorite part of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but also, another couple standouts are Kate McKinnon as um, Weird Barbie, who I usually don't like at all. I don't know. Half the time on SNL, she never, like, she never really clicked with me. But in this movie, she was great. And um, Michael Sarah as Alan is Alan, absolutely yeah. hilarious. There's a part in the movie where he does something really unexpected, and it is so funny. It's so good. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah. Great. Great time. I, I do... I do have to... I do have to say... Um, an issue that I have with this movie is I don't like there's a mom character and a teenage girl character and I really don't like them both. I think their performances is really, were really um, bad even. They didn't mix well with everyone, everyone else because even like Will Ferrell in this movie who is also great as uh, the Mattel CEO, he kind of acts in this non-reality like playing space whereas the mom and the teenage girl feel like they're in a completely different movie i don't i don't know i really they feel really out of place in the story and i just don't like either of their performances yeah i'm curious Hmm, what do you think about them i didn't really have an issue with them there was one scene with the mom where i thought it was a little oh heavy-handed okay i'm glad you said that okay i don't because, know is that a spoiler like can i say i mean or? we'll talk about that in the spoiler section definitely okay i think but there's a scene where they kind of i don't know i hate to say it because i sound like a woke or i sound like a 
like a Ben Shapiro type, but I'm. It was definitely preachy. It and was, was heavy handed, like Baby Ariel said about, um, <laughs> triangle, of sadness. triangle sadness. Yeah, but <laughs> triangle of sadness was not heavy handed. I don't think. I think it was more subtle. But it felt yeah. really out of place. The moment didn't work for me, and yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. That was, but that was my only thing with the mom was that scene. I was like, mm, I feel like there's a different way to go about that. Yeah. Otherwise, I kind of liked the relationship. I didn't expect I that at know. all from the movie, but I thought it gave like a more personal look at like beyond just like I don't know, like beyond just sexism. Like it was a more I don't know, like a look on actual like relationships between women that weren't just like oh no like the patriarchy and i thought there was also some stuff about like generational change both through like the mother and the daughter but also how like with ruth and like how barbie was named after her daughter like i don't know just like yeah there's a couple little mother daughter things in there that it made me not really mind even though i really did not expect that at all it didn't I didn't fully mind their relationship. Yeah, I don't know. Every time they're on screen or have like a scene, it just, it I don't like it at all. And it's a serious detractor from the movie because they really try to, th- these characters are close to the emotional core of the movie, um, which is also sadly kind of lost, I feel like, by all the things that happen. Um, I think some of the editing, I, I don't think... It's not the best edited movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The scenes don't really tie into each other well. And you kind of... The more I think about this movie, the less I like it. No, then stop Sad, thinking. Sadly, but it, there's just so many issues I have with it. And that's why I say it's worse than Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Sadly. It is not worse than Pee-wee's no, Big Adventure. No, just those two characters really got on my nerves every time they were Did on screen. Like- like, I don't know. Like, I hate the car chase in this movie. There's a car chase, and it's like an ad for Chev- Chevrolet. Yeah, that was a little out of weird. place and terrible. The, the, the jokes there are not funny. Um, I don't know. There's only one funny joke that one of those two characters says. And I guess we can talk about that in the spoiler section. Yeah. What else is there to praise without spoilers? The set design, of course. Everyone's talking about it. Oh, it's about. so good. It's amazing. I I mean, I never played with Barbies growing up, but I was around it. And, you know, seeing that, I was like, oh, that's that's like exactly how that was. And it was just amazing. I love the backdrops, the painted backdrops. Yeah, I read like a quote from Greta Gerwig that she was inspired by like old Technicolor musicals. And that's yeah. they made like a specific color palette for Barbie that they called Techno Barbie and they like they wanted to go for like the authentic artificiality is what they called yes. it where like you have the painted sky but like it's an illusion but it's also really there and I think they achieved yeah. that really well and I really liked oh, like the visual yeah I love I love that and I love the cinematography is mm-hmm. I mean for like a studio comedy you can't always get the most creative with your cinematography but i i I think the moments in there that there's definitely moments in there here that shine and are just like that's more creative than like super bad's cinematography or no hard feelings probably like Mm -hmm. yeah so that that stands out yeah i just really don't like those two characters like if i could just skip past them or remove them from the movie entirely. I think it would be... You would have a stronger movie because you'd have more moments to develop Barbie's existential crisis, which we should explain the plot, I guess, if you're not familiar with it, which you probably are. But basically, Barbie's living her life, and then she goes through an existential crisis, which sends her to to the real world to discover her owner, who's apparently inflicting a lot of the existential thoughts she's having. Um, and that's the plot of the movie. I, I feel like if the two, if the mom character and the daughter character were taken out, you would have had so much more room to fully explore 
that existential crisis because there's really only two scenes, two emotional scenes from Barbie in this movie, and they're at like the very beginning and the end, and in the whole middle section, you don't really get much from her, honestly, which kind of mm-hmm. sucks because it's a great thread and. Those moments are crafted very, very well, and Margot Robbie does such an excellent job. It just feels like there's no reason for them to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wish I would have spent a little more time on that. Um, and that even has to do with the Ken stuff. They probably could have, which I love, but they definitely could have cut most of that out. Yeah. Or left more room, at least. So. No, I that makes sense because I do wish like to I could have seen more of Barbie's individually like her crisis, but I also like I I don't mind the mother daughter stuff because I feel like it's a good little interaction with the real world because I feel like she can't just go around the real world without like having a real like like I don't know I feel like she needs some just normal people in there to kind of counteract the. I don't know. I just thought I liked that it was more personal. And like, I think, I think it, I think it benefited the movie overall. Okay. I disagree, but that's, I know <laughs> that's all right. I, yeah, I really didn't like it enough to where, ah, uh, no, no. I was going to say a 7 out of 10, but I think it's an 8 still because I still think it's great and it's hilarious and there's not much else I really have to say without getting the spoilers um, because this is such yeah. a dense movie, but I loved it. I'd give it an 8 out of 10, sadly closer to a 7 than a 9 just because of those two characters and the editing and the flow of the movie. It feels like there's too much going on for the runtime. I don't know. But it flies by, I will say. It does. Yeah. What do, What would you give it? I would give it a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, I, I think... I'm trying to think of some other parts of the movie that I loved without spoilers. Um, I like the way all the Barbies inter- interact in the world. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like the the angle of Barbie's, the Barbie's kind of having this society where they're in charge and the Kens kind of just are there. I don't know. And I guess we'll talk mm-hmm. about that in spoilers right now because that's such like a big thing. And I'm curious to see what you think about it because I've heard a lot of varying interpretations of it. So yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, I definitely say skip ahead. Definitely go see it. Go see it with Oppenheimer. Which is better, sadly. Um, go see it with Oppenheimer. I think it's a great double feature. I think it works very well, actually. Definitely see Oppenheimer mm-hmm. first, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, though it probably will make Barbie look like like uh, Barney compared to Oppenheimer. <laughs> but um, I think that's the correct order. Because you got to ha- end with a happy movie, you know? Um, yeah, so skip ahead. To groovy news if we have time for that i think we might yeah but let's talk <laughs> some spoilers so basically i'm assuming i'm, I'm not going to explain everything because if you're listening to this i'm ex- i'm um i'm assuming you've watched the movie so i'm not gonna like do a summary of it um which i usually do in the spoiler section because a lot of people don't care but you should care and you should skip ahead so if you're still listening what are you doing um <laughs> yeah uh, so basically, the Barbies and the Kens. Um, I find it really interesting because I thought like, and maybe this is my male gaze. <laughs> no, uh, but you feel bad for Ken at the beginning, yeah. Even though, because I've heard so many takes where it's like, yeah, Ken is stupid because he's just doing the bare minimum. Yeah, but he's also just like. Under a pre- like, there's a line where it's like, where do the Kens sleep? And Barbie's like, I don't know that. I don't, I don't even know. And it's like, it makes you think, like, well, these are other... I mean, they're not people, but in this in the world of the movie, they're people. You know? Mm-hmm. 
but then it creates a conflict when Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling's Ken, goes out in the world, and I'm so glad they kept this out of the trailer, and he discovers the patriarchy <laughs> and horses, which is so funny, and he brings it back to the Barbie world, and then the Kens start taking over, and it's much worse. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they suck, but also they need to be a part of the world in some meaningful way and not just kind of be objects. And you think mm-hmm. about it, and it kind of parallels, like, how women are treated in the in the real world, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I am 100% on board with that idea, because doesn't it then become, like, okay, so then the women in this movie are bad, like, at the beginning? I don't know. I don't think that's true. But, like, the Kens deserve a place, in the world i don't know do you see Mm -hmm. what i mean i'm curious what do you think yeah i don't know i think that ultimately is trying to say there needs to be some like balance between it can't be all the way the way it is in the beginning like just the fantasy dream world where everything's perfect but obviously also like full patriarchy does not work either obviously and so i think that's what they're trying to like the final like message they're trying to send and especially like in the ending is trying to incorporate both into like meaningful positions within society and not like put i saw a lot of reviews that were like this is kind of advocating for patriarchy or like i saw one that was like in saying this in a critical way if i were a man walking out of this movie i'd feel so good about myself which also like okay like I don't know. I feel like it's not supposed to make you feel bad about yourself, yeah. whether you're a man no, or a woman. Like, I think that's the whole point is it's trying to create the balance between without like, cause that's, you know, feminism isn't trying to put down men. It's just trying to create uh, like a happy medium between the two. And so I think that's what it's the message. It's ultimately exactly. trying to share, not like yeah. putting one above the other. I agree with you. I like that interpretation too. And there's a line in the movie where they're like, one day, Kens will get as much power when women have as much power as men in the real world. So it's like, exactly. hmm, whoa. Yeah, but I love that. I love I'm Just Ken, though. Oh, it's so it's good. It's such a it's good, so good. probably my favorite like part of the movie. Genuinely, yeah, the performance is good. The song is genuinely good. Like, I've been listening to it. It's so good. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard a ton of people on like TikTok and other platforms like twitter like talking about how they thought the ken part of the movie was the worst part oh they're wrong they're so wrong oh my god what are you talking about people say it drags for too long i don't think so at all it's like the whole meat of the movie i'm glad that the meat of the movie was not in the real world because that was the part i was uh i I didn't want to be the the meat of the movie and i'm glad it wasn't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah, basically the yeah the Barbies have to go and uh, take back Barbie Land after they've been <laughs> and after they've been subjected to patriarchy and America Ferrero's character the mom that speech she delivers feels so out of place. It was. It was just. Uh, it was and just too much. It was too way on the too nose. Much, way too on the nose. I I agree with you, which is weird to criticize a barbie movie for but it is way too on the nose you know mm-hmm. um and i don't like it at all and i i i i, I like them reprogramming the uh the barbies and stuff but i don't like it that it's through like you have to know your place you have to wake up and whatever i don't know yeah, I feel like it could have. They could have done something like funnier there. Yeah, like do something funny to reprogram them instead of just like preaching. Well, it's funny when they capture them and <laughs> yeah, the, the joke where it's like, go up to him and ask him about the Godfather. Yes, <laughs> I turned a trip when I saw it with him in that moment, and I was like, okay, too far. Yeah, <laughs> what is the Godfather? Um, yes. It's the Godfather. Oh, so funny. That was good. And them all singing "Push" by Mac- Matchbox yes. Twenty. One of my favorite on the beach scenes. is hilarious. That actually is my number one. It is so Every- funny. And him going <laughs> is so great. Um, 
so good. And when they all when they go on their phone, and they and yes. he's just like, "Wait, what?" Because it's like that's I mean that's true to real life and stuff, you know. And they all get jealous yeah. of each other, and that ends up being their downfall. But also, it's a message that, like, I I've heard p- some people saying that it's like guys feel bad because they do the bare minimum. But also, like, the Kens are largely ignored. And they're just Ken. Like, let them let them do something, you know? Like, let mm-hmm. women do something in the real world. They're not just your objects. Exactly. I don't know. And I, I, I think people who dislike the Kens or think they're just, like, just representations of men in general, which they are, but also women in the real world, I guess. At, at certain points. I think people who dislike the idea of it and think it's, like, toxic have it wrong. I think you're thinking about the movie wrong. And, yeah, you are enough. There's, I guess, men's mental health, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yes. Because, obviously, Barbie does not want to be with Ken in the movie, which is mm-hmm. super nuanced and great, I feel like. Yes. And Ken doesn't understand that, but the way she lets him know and the way they respect each other's boundaries by the end and how he kind of accepts himself by the end and I am enough. It's just beautiful. It's just like, yeah, you can have that nuanced relationship without having, without being forced into the role you think you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Super sweet. I love all the Ken stuff. Yeah. Me it's too. Super funny. And Ryan Gosling is just, when he says sublime, yes, <laughs> that's hilarious. So funny. Yeah, every delivery is pitch perfect, and um, I, I, I also I, I like the Mattel people because they're mm-hmm. not really traditional bad guys. Because honestly, what they believe in and like empowering girls is not bad. Yeah, I mean it through the lens of capitalism and trying to make a buck, but they also tailor it to where it's like but they're not just trying to make a buck they're actually trying to empower women and that's an angle that i I worry about the movie being a bit too much of like a advertisement for mattel and like hey we're pretty good actually but i don't know i think it's well written enough to where it doesn't come off like that yeah i don't think it does i think they kind of critique mattel weirdly which is surprising because mattel like worked on the production for it yeah but But, doesn't that critique make them look better because it's like hey we're self-aware which is good that they're self-aware more than most companies i guess but i feel like it doesn't fully like make them look better enough to feel like they're advocating for themselves like i didn't have like a strong feeling of like oh you know what maybe mattel isn't that bad like i don't know i just have i'm kind of indifferent about it i see what you mean um i don't like that they forget about them at the end they just kind of drop it mm-hmm. the mattel like they they arrive in barbie land and then they're like everything's fine what was even the point then of bringing them to barbie land i don't know yeah feral has some great lines in there i like the when it's like i like all the meta moments i wish there were actually more i wish there was more of um helen mirren's narrator actually mm, yeah because the part where she speaks during the middle of the movie which is like two or three times could have been a lot more i would have loved that um there's one joke where it's like note to the filmmakers margot robbie is not the person to cast if you want to be making this point where she's like i'm not pretty that's great and it's so unexpected and you know they definitely wrote that in the script like oh yeah and and the notes like someone was going like somebody from mattel was definitely going over the script and wrote that in the notes and they, they were like, that's funny enough that we need to include it. And I love that. There's a lot of uh, real personality from Greta Gerwig's direction, especially with the sequence where Barbie is becoming, I guess, a real woman in, mm-hmm. in the world. And she sees, she has a vision of a bunch of like moments from people's lives and how beautiful that is, which doesn't feel... I, I love it, and I think it's a great moment, but it doesn't feel completely earned, I think, because you don't have enough of Margot Robbie's Barbie in the movie, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't feel earned. But I, I still think it's a great scene if it had a little more going behind it. Um, 
Yeah, and there's it's a bunch of family members. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of or it's a bunch of moments from the cast and crew's Oh life. no, I didn't actually. Yeah, it's, she was just like because she was like a way. I, I love movies because it's such a collaborative medium, and you know when it says like a film by. Yeah. She wanted it to be every single person's name who worked on the movie, but oh, someone yeah, said yeah. they couldn't do that. But it, it's so great, and it's a bunch of like real cast and crew members' lives, and like how beautiful life is. And I I love it as a moment, and I love yeah, I love Ruth. I think her talking about tax evasion is hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Great. Uh, is there any other spoilery things I want to talk about? Um, really funny lines in here. Hilarious stuff from Ken. I like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Yeah, I love this one. But I wish there weren't so many issues that could have been removed so easily. You know? Right. Just change the script a little bit and it's fine. But yeah. Do you have anything, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Hmm. Let me think. Oh, there was one thing that I didn't even notice while I was watching, but then I read about it afterwards where, but it makes sense. I don't know how I didn't really pick up on it. Where in like Barbie world, Barbie always talks very clearly and like in a higher register. And then when she gets in the real world, her voice lowers and she starts to hesitate and pause more, which I thought was interesting. Like I like the subtle little contrast things there. That's what direction and stuff. Great direction from Greta Gerwig. Super it doesn't feel like a, a, like a product that was just made in a factory. It feels like there was genu- genuine soul in it from Greta Gerwig, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, great final line. Yes. Hilarious. Love that. Just like how they got that line in there baffles me. Yeah. Because it goes. But it was the right move. It was the right move because it's hilarious. Um. Yeah, great, 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 great movie. Super, super fun. Super and fun. Honestly, so entertaining. I love the community yeah, and the theater. I Everyone wearing their pink. Like, yeah. it was just fun. It was yeah. enjoyable. Did you wear Barbie pink? and Ken are so fun. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, yes, Best I believe. did. I would not be caught in there without my pink. And most people were also wearing pink. So then I felt like wow this is such a community you felt seen i did feel seen i did that's good you stood out from the crowd well no you blended in no i blended in and i'm that's good which is maybe commentary on the i don't know yeah 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 um well yeah i'm trying to think of anything to say yeah, um, I just think, oh, I'm so happy with the casting of it. Ryan yeah. and Margot, just perfect. Barbie and Ken, and I just love them. I feel like you can see yourself in both of them. And oh, I for think sure. It's, it's that, that was my one of my reviews. It was like, they are the next generation of literally me. Yes, because I fully thought that Well, with both of them. Yeah, like, exactly. They you would could do see yourself things. in Ken. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Love that. I love the Barbie and Ken. Or Barbie and it's Barbie and it's, it's Ken. Barbie and it's Ken. Yes, love that. Yeah, super respectful. Okay, cool. Do you have anything else you want to say before we get I on think to our recommendations? It. Do you oh, have shoot. one? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I I'll do. Don't worry about and it. And I will slowly introduce I my recommendation it, right? this week. Okay. So my recommendation this week is by a filmmaker I've always wanted to get into, but have never seen a movie by him. It is called Nashville by Robert Altman. And it is, uh, I don't know, it's about the music business in Nashville, Tennessee. And I've always been, I've been meaning to watch a movie by this guy. Um, He made the MASH movie. I actually think, I think I've seen MASH. I've seen MASH um, mm-hmm. and The Long Goodbye and The Player are some of his other movies. And I've been meaning to watch those for a while. But I've also really been meaning to watch Nashville. So I decided, hey, why not? It's a little long, but hey, let's okay. watch it. 
let's do. I've been to Nashville before. You so have? maybe I'll I've have a personal connection. Yes. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Ooh, I'm still looking. Remember when we were supposed to go on that hiking trip in seventh grade? Yes. It really Wait, makes so me sad, sad that in it DC in eighth grade. In DC in eighth grade, yeah. Uh, missed out. Bro, missed out. Oh, okay. Would have been fun too. Yeah, go ahead. Can I do one that I know you've already seen? Yeah. Fleabag. The 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 live recording or the show? Uh huh. The, live, the recording. live recording. Okay. That's gonna That's... be hard to find for you, but really, oh, shoot. You might have I'm to just, sail, I'm, but no, we can. I'm we looking can on my it. list. We can do okay. the show too. The show is pretty short. I'll watch. I'll rewatch the show. How it's like a. Where is that? It's on Amazon Prime. Each okay. season would be like three hours total, probably. <laughs> Wait, never mind. Let me find it. They're in twenty minute increments. The episodes we okay. could always just do the first season, which is like two hours in total. We can do no. We can do Fleabag live. I love that. I just watched it recently, but I definitely watched it again because it's a masterpiece. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I cannot find anything else. Sometimes right. letterbox lists really let me down. So are you going with Fleabag? I, yes. Not I really am. a movie, more of a live recording, but hey, I'm fine with it. We okay, we'll about... find a different one. We... No, no. I mean, okay. I can't tell what you're feeling. You're like, oh, no, no, no. Well, I love it. I did just watch it like a day ago, but that's okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Any movie past the 2000s. Any. Okay, but it's hard because you've seen every movie on the yeah, planet. Yeah, well, I saw Fleabag and you picked it. I'm down for whatever movie you watched. Or, or Okay, the, the meeting's about to end. We're going to say Fleabag <laughs> for right now. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye! Bye-bye! Bye. 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 Bye.